Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. How is it almost halfway through August already? It's, oh, I just want to sleep. I feel like I didn't get enough sleep this summer <laughs> with like prepping and like my anxiety is crazy right now because all I want to do is prep for school and then I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this when I'm, we still have like three weeks left of summer, but my anxiety brain is just like, nope, got to work, got to prep, got to prep, got to prep. And then like, that's all I think about when I sleep is like what my classroom's going to look like and what am I going to do the first day? And what are my kids going to be like? So it's, yeah, <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, but I'm super excited about our guest today. I have Abby and I'm really excited just to kind of chat with her and for her to tell you, her, for her to tell you guys her story. <laughs> um, but she's actually here right now. So let's go get her on. Hi, Abby. How are you? I am so good now that I'm here with you. Oh, thank you. Where are you anyway? I always like to know this about people. I am in Denver. Oh, Where are you? I am in... I'm eight hours north of Toronto. Oh, okay. So you're way far north from me. Way far. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't picked up on the Canadian accent yet. I did hear it a little bit. <laughs> You it know, comes out every so often. We before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. I'm super excited though to talk to you. When I saw all your info and your bio and stuff, it, I was very intrigued because you don't really hear much this day and age about matchmaking and stuff like that because it's all apps and we're going to get to that um, in a bit because I want to get your take on that. Um, but first, Tell my listeners your story. Who who are you? Why did you do what you do now? Tell me everything. Yeah. Wow. How much time do we got? <laughs> as much time as you want. <laughs> um, so I am a matchmaker. That actually is a thing. I call myself modern yenta. If you don't know that word, it's a Yiddish word for matchmaker. Some say gossip or busybody. Um, and really, you know, my whole passion is bringing people together in a more authentic and intentional way. Um, and in no way am I anti-dating app. You know, I tell people, hey, you know, use what works for you, whether it's a matchmaker, a dating app a kickball league I don't care how you meet someone you know, just meet them in a interesting way that is fun for you and you know background kind of on me of how I got into this is really it started out born out of my own frustrations with dating apps I was you know going on tons of dates meeting tons of men lots of good guys lots of guys that were completely not a fit for me and you know I couldn't even keep track of all these guys eventually I did actually meet my now husband in this saga of 75 to 100 dates uh, but after that you know all my girlfriends they were still single and dating and I was wondering what well, is there an easier way you know yeah. not everyone wants to go on that many dates and sort through that many people so uh, the social modern matchmaking was born to 
give an alternative to people. And it's also a place where you know, if you come to one of our events or if you're on a date, you know that everyone is looking for something serious. They have their shit together in terms of job or career and finances and know what they want. Um, Cause that's, you know, some of the biggest challenges with on- online dating. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. How is it different than like, how is it set up compared to, cause online dating, obviously you go left or right or whatever. Um, how is, yeah. how does your whole matchmaking thing work? So there is no swiping. There's nowhere you log in. Um, All the introductions are made through me or another matchmaker on my team. And, you know, we, you know, vet everyone, we interview you, we background check everyone and make sure, you know, that these people are ready for relationship and you know, that at least they have been convicted of some crime, they were open caught, then we're like, hey, maybe not for you. (laughs) So, you know, we really make sure that everyone is serious about this. um, And then we set up blind dates. So you don't get any information beforehand. Um, That's fun. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely it's fun for some. It's insanely nerve wracking for other people. Um, you know, we'll get pictures of people's exes. We'll get pictures of, you know, people they're attracted to so that we can make sure we find them someone that they find physically attractive because that's obviously a factor in yeah. all of this. Um, and yeah, we follow up after the dates, we get feedback, you get, you know, kind of that invaluable feedback that you would never get otherwise. Um, like I was just on the phone with a client after a date and, you know, he got the feedback that he brought up his divorce too much on the date. Oh, wow. Normally you would never know that. Yeah. And he'd probably go on his whole life just talking about that on dates and not knowing. That's so cool. that's definitely a cool part of this, but obviously the goal is people get into relationships and they don't need me anymore. So how how many clients do you guys have then, like approximately? Um, so people work with us in two different ways. So we have, you know, we just hit a thousand people in our database. Oh, wow. Um, so those are people who are, you know, located in Denver or somewhere in Colorado that we're matchmaking. And then in terms of people we're actively searching for, um, I don't ever have any more than a dozen because I get overwhelmed. And right now I have 10 and then my other matchmaker has two. Oh, so, wow. Do you, yeah, are you guys just personalized. are you guys just Colorado based or Denver based? Yeah, so we are just matchmaking in Colorado, but um, I will say we can still help people in other places because we have a network of matchmakers all over the country mm-hmm. and the world. So Damn. if you're listening and you're like, "Whoa, I didn't know matchmakers existed," um, you can still ask me, like, "Hey, do you know someone good in Toronto or in <laughs> LA?" I know a couple friends in Toronto who could use some of your magic matchmaking skills. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll have to hook up with one of my matchmaker friends. <laughs> 100%. That would be cool. Um, that's awesome, though. I've never, yeah, like, I've ne- you see this on TV, on, like, movies and stuff, you know what I mean? But you don't hear about it in real life, which is kind right. of cool. But, it's real. Yeah. The movies are based off of reality. <laughs> <laughs> there's, what I find is, like, there's so much negative connotation around dating apps and matchmaking and all like all of it everyone's just like I want to run into my true love in the grocery store or at the Starbucks like so like how like why do you think why do you think there's so much negativity surrounding it why don't like why should people try it yeah I mean there definitely is so much negativity around dating and I think if you are listening to this and you're one of those people that's like I hate everyone everyone I meet sucks I'm never gonna meet anybody um, please take a break from dating and you know reach out to me because I want to support you because you probably have just been going on too many bad dates and you might be you know attracting the wrong people in as well with a lot of that negative energy so you know I can see why a lot of people are down on dating because 
even though, you know, with apps, there's, you know, 7 billion people at your fingertips, there's also 7 billion people at your fingertips. And you're like, how will I ever find the person for me? So, you know, it can be so daunting. And, you know, the advice I would give is to look at dating in more of a way of, you know, you're just out there meeting people. Yeah. Rejection is kind of the name of the game. You know, if you didn't get rejected, you would have a hundred different partners and then what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> that just seems like a lot, even for someone who is trying to be polyamorous. <laughs> so <laughs> No, that's so true though. Like I've gosh. I was on all there was I think there was one point I was on all the dating apps. And I don't know if there's more that exists in the States that we don't know about up here, but like all like the ba- the big main ones I was on. And like, I've been on some bad, bad dates. <laughs> like they were oh, awful. No. And then story time. No, I want to hear. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was one, I think what had happened. I don't even remember the exact details, but he was like, um, we went, first of all, we went to like this very popular like chain restaurant. And then the dude didn't even eat all his dinner. Like, he just kind of, like, just ate half of it. And then I was like, okay, well, this is really awkward. And then he's like, do you want to go watch, like, the Toronto Maple Leafs game at my house? And I was like, sure. Because like, I'm a hockey fan. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, I'll go watch hockey. His, apparently, idea of Toronto Maple Leafs watching Toronto Maple Leafs was trying to get in my pants. And I was like, ah, uh, no, hard pass. Oh, and no. then he's like, he's like, okay, well, I think I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I'm like, okay, bye, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so, like, how how are people like that? You know what I mean? Like just I, I don't get it I don't get people They're, right and it's like you know he really only wanted one thing oh 100 percent with you 100 <laughs> like but why aren't people honest up front that's another thing I, that's so frustrating about like dating apps right the only yeah. good thing about dating apps is my current boyfriend we met on tinder oh so, awesome so that is I guess one positive thing that has come out of them <laughs> Right? I mean, I met my husband on The League. Oh, I've heard of that uh, one. Yeah, I was on that one for a bit, too. (laughs) I I feel like that one has gotten less popular. It was, like, when it first started. But when when it first started, nobody could get into it. And so then it was cool. Yeah. Now everyone can get into it, and it's not as cool. Interesting. And then they used to do that thing where... What it was like Thursday night, like happy hour, I think, on Thursday nights, and, like, they would, like... You would be on, like, random blind date videos. Did you see that when you were on there? No. Yeah, there was, like, a point where, like... I don't remember. I think I think it was Thursday nights, and then you had to sign into the app, and then the app would match you based on like your criteria with somebody else, and you had two minutes on the video chat, and that was it. And then you moved on to the next, and then it, like the system automatically moved you on to the next person. Oh whoa! Okay, I missed that. But that sounds really cool. And was- there are a couple other apps that like specialize in that now, oh. which is really interesting too. Um, there's one called Filter Off that literally is just video speed dating. Oh, and I've so never heard of that. So you sign up for an event. It could be like some kind of specific niche. It could be like you know, single dog moms of Toronto yeah, yeah, yeah. or <laughs> you know anything like that and then you do kind of that video speed dating and it rotates you through oh that's kind of cool yeah that's a cool one yeah I was on Bumble I was on Hinge I was on I pretty I was on all there was the coffee meets bagel one I was on that one met a weird character <laughs> on that per, that app oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's like that's the interesting thing too is like you know people when you're dating on apps you'll go on you'll put a profile on like so many mm. and then that's when you get that like overwhelmed feeling and it's kind of this cycle where you're like okay i'm gonna put myself out there i'm so excited you're so into it you swipe a ton you chat a ton you go on a bunch of dates and then you're like oh my god it's too much you delete everything yep and then the cycle starts again like two weeks later oh 100 what i find what i kind of like 
based on what you've told me so far about matchmaking is like it's easier because you guys vet for them first right so it's easier to find more genuine people and connections because on dating apps you don't have that you know ability you know what i mean so like you meet people and like they they just want to get your pants or their pictures are all filters and then you show up in real life and they look nothing like them you know what i mean so like that's kind of like the positive thing about what you do Right. It's like you do have that human element. So that way, you know, no one's falling through the cracks Mm -hmm. or, you know, you're only getting people that, you know, seriously want the same things as you in life. And you think of like the big topics that don't come up on a first date, like, you know, do you want kids? Do you want marriage? You know, politics, religion, anything like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, that might not come up for a few months in and then you're like, oh crap, I knew this before that you like were against the idea of marriage and you totally were just sworn off of it and maybe that's what you want, then it's invaluable to know that before. True. What, um, what do you know, what do you find is like the age range you have of people? I have all ages. So the young, my youngest uh, person I have is 22. Oh, wow. My oldest is 78. Wow. So, you know, we do not discriminate here at The Social. I feel like everyone is deserving of love, obviously. And, you know, even if it's, you know, a second love later on in life, I mean, sometimes older older people are even more fun to set up because they don't have as many requirements anymore. And it's so cute, like, to set up, like, an old couple together. Like, that's so cute. <laughs> Right. And they're just like, I just want a companion, you know, someone yeah. to play pickleball with, someone who values what I value. <laughs> you know, they're not like, he has to be six feet tall yep. and, you know, have huge biceps and want kids and this, that, and the other. Do you know thing. what I realized? Do you know what I realized after all the bad dates I went on? So it's funny. You can't tell because we're sitting down here, but I'm 5'11. And do you want to take a guess at how tall my boyfriend is? Ooh. Okay, let's see. Five ten. No. So I was always that. I was always has to be taller than me because I'm already ridiculously tall, right? And so I was like, all these short girls can take the short guys, whatever. He's five foot six and a half, maybe. Oh, that's awesome. And that was one of the big. Do it well, I'm sure. Well, now, like, well, yeah. I remember. I remember being at one of my friends' house the day before we were going on our first date, and I was talking with her mom there, and. I was like, yeah, I'm going on a date tomorrow, this guy from, like, Tinder, whatever, and then she's like, I showed her, I showed her pictures, and she's like, oh, yeah, he's attractive, and I'm like, but I got two problems, and she's like, what? I'm like, one, he's, like, four inches shorter than me. She's like, that's not a big deal. I'm like, really? Like, it took me a while to kind of get past that, and then, like, he has a, a little girl, too, from a previous relationship, and I'm like, the kids thing is, like, not an issue, but, like, that's also could be like a negative aspect because of all the drama that goes along with that you know what I mean but like it I got past it obviously it's been almost two years now and I got past it so (laughs) but it's it's do you find that a lot of people have like those set criteria that you have to fill Oh my gosh, people have so many criteria. Oh god. Height is one where (laughs) I'm just like, oh my god, get over it. Yeah. Like, I wish we could just like normalize and I could just share it with everyone. Yeah. Because it's like, imagine if you didn't go on that date. Right. Just like, oh, he's shorter than me. I'm just not going to go. Right. Who would you be with now? Right. Someone not as good. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And like, when you're sitting and lying down, you're all the same height anyway. So. That's what I learned. Such a good point. So simple and so perfect. It's true though, but it's right. Like if you literally are basing it off of their height, it you're miss you could be missing out on something. Right, and I think some people worry, like, well, will I be physically attracted to someone mm. if they don't fit my height requirement? Yeah, and you know, for some people, like maybe that is the most attractive thing to them in the world, and 
okay. Um, but it's obviously more about personality yeah. and everything else, you know, because our bodies are going to change. Exactly. You know? Like if you're we're... a model now, you're not going to be a model forever. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, um, what was I going to say? Uh, do I like sometimes do I wish he was taller yeah sure but like it's not the end of the world like it's not you know what I mean like I don't hold it against them I just make funny short jokes sometimes that's all <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love and it. he makes funny tall jokes so it's all good <laughs> and he must be so confident too well that's I what think... I say to him sometimes too right because I'm like because he'll talk about things and I'll be like well you're with a bigger girl he's like you're not bigger than me you're just taller than me that's it and I'm like oh okay <laughs> like because I'm not I'm not like chubby you know what I mean I'm just tall and so like he'll be like no you're just taller than me and I'm like that doesn't bother you and he's like no I'm like okay sounds good (laughs) which like whereas if you if you'd see like other men sometimes like some I've been told by many other people like you're too intimidating because you're too tall you know what I mean it's so weird it's like as women we get that in multiple ways you know Mm -hmm. it could be because you're too tall it could be because you're too successful Mm -hmm. I've gotten that too (laughs) right yeah it's like these are some some interesting standards and I feel like are hopefully changing kind of because like the role of men and women just like is evolving yeah changing anyway Mm -hmm. um but yeah there is something where a lot of men are intimidated when women are like socially on another level financially oh yeah and that's what I I really appreciate with the relationship I'm in now because so I've been a teacher since I was 23 which, mm-hmm. like, that's hard. That's not easy to do, you know what I mean? And, like, I don't know about in the States, but in Canada, it's not easy to do here. <laughs> and, um, like, currently, I make more money than he does. And, like, I'm more successful in that aspect. I'm taller than him. Heck, you know what I mean? And, like, he's not intimidated by any of that, which I really appreciate because that's, that's what I've been told always. Is, like, you're too intimidating because of this, because you have a good job, because you're tall, because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, so he, he doesn't say that. So, like, you talking about that, I'm like, I should appreciate that more. <laughs> Right, I mean, you really found a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, we've been through our problems, but we're good. We've been good lately, so. (laughs) You know, every relationship has its problems. Mm -hmm. I think some people, like, think, oh, when I get my perfect relationship, there will just be no issues. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How long have you and your husband been married? Uh, we have been married for six months. Oh, so congrats. You're still new then. We're still newlyweds. We're new to this whole thing. Um, and yeah, I always joke, I had to match make myself. Now that's done. I can really focus on other people even more so. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I'm at the point where I can really give any uh, sage marriage advice just yet. <laughs> how long, so how long were you on dating apps then until you ma- quote unquote matched with him then? So it was like, I think like four to five months. Okay, that's not bad. And yeah, we matched, and it's actually kind of a funny story because... Tell um, me, I like stories. (laughs) Yeah, and I was, you know, dating lots of other people at the time, so I wasn't, you know, just prioritizing one person. You were basically the bachelorette, it's fine. (laughs) Kind of, yeah, I was bachelorette, just without the cameras and the producers and (laughs) nice outfits and fancy dates. Um, (laughs) And, you know, we matched, it was like the end of 2017, Mm -hmm. And I remember I made some joke because we were having a hard time finding a time to meet up. And I was like, oh, maybe we can meet up next year. <laughs> and we actually did. So <laughs> it took like two months for wow. us to even meet up in person. So it's like everything was kind of against us of like, normally you just kind of give up. Yeah. I don't know why he stuck around after all of that. Just like ghost the other person or something. like. Right. Like usually when it takes that mm-hmm. long to like do the in-person meetup, it's not a good sign. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we did meet up and, you know, it wasn't like it was love at first sight. Um, you know, I knew he was an attractive guy. I knew he had a lot of things, good things going for him and I knew I wanted to get to know him more, but you know, I think the other hard thing is people romanticize this, like, Oh my God, I'm going to be swept off my feet mm. and someone's just gonna, you know, love me forever after meeting me for an hour. Um, but that probably doesn't happen and if it does I'm a little concerned for you <laughs> so <laughs> then we might need to hook you up with a therapist that I know mm. so <laughs> um yeah it was honestly a really like slow burn um we didn't actually we weren't even exclusive for like six months oh wow so you know no relationship follows like mm-hmm. a map or yeah. you know no relationship is the same so the story is just to prove that everyone is on their own journey in love and you could be exclusive on the third date or you could be exclusive on the 50th date. Yeah. You know, it's up to you. That's amazing. Have, what have you noticed? So when did you launch your matchmaking company? It was in 2018. Okay. So how have you, so then this is a great question. How have you noticed dating changed pre, during and post pandemic then? So much. So, um, you know, pre pandemic, I wasn't full-time in the business, Mm -hmm. so I had a little bit of a different perspective, too. Um, But, you know, people were out and about. People were very social. We do a lot of singles events, and those were super well attended. Um, And, you know, I think pretty much normal, I guess. Yeah. Or now we're in our new normal. So the pandemic hit, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't think this business is going to survive. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, everything I was doing was in person. Mm -hmm. You know, you go on a date you go to a social event, you know, I was like, how are we going to do this? So switch to virtual dates, virtual events. It honestly was not as bad as you would think. Um, and matchmaking actually kind of had this whole like new exciting time because dating apps were the only way people could meet. True. Yeah. You know, there was no like, let's go to the bar and meet some people or, you know, go anywhere and meet anyone Mm -hmm. that just wasn't happening yeah (laughs) um so you know all of us matchmakers noticed like a surge in you know people googling what we do and signing up for what we do and that's kind of when I made the shift to go full-time matchmaking because it was just blowing up yeah um and now I'm like so happy with how dating has changed post-pandemic because people are prioritizing at least from what I see, much better things than they were before, oh. at least people that want something serious. Um, there was a Match.com study that like gave me so much hope for us as humans um, that the number one thing people were looking for in 2021 was actually emotional intelligence. Interesting. Over physical attraction, In- which has been like the top thing yeah. forever that people put. So, you know, this whole past couple of years, I think, has made people really reflect on like who am I what do I value I think people know that more they know more what they want um and they're realizing whoa like life really could change in a second yeah and I don't just need to be with like a six foot tall hunk <laughs> I need to be t- with someone who like I can talk to about my problems yeah and they can support me <laughs> that's a that, wow that's amazing do you still do you guys still do like virtual events or have you kind of switched to like half and half or you know, we still do some here and there, but we're doing mostly in-person stuff. I oh, think nice. there's just like people are just really antsy to, to get out, go out and about. I know there's still a lot of people where they're kind of just venturing mm. out now, and that's also kind of interesting and sometimes funny to watch. <laughs> well, here, um, here we just they just dropped the mask mandates on Monday here. 
oh wow so you guys were like a couple weeks behind us yeah yeah <laughs> have you noticed that that there are some people you're like wow you really have not socialized in like two and a half years oh hundred thousand percent my whole <laughs> um, basically my whole class almost <laughs> 100 percent what is that like being a teacher um it was a hot mess (laughs) like we're in person now so like now it's not a big deal but we had jumped it would have what started i guess two years ago this month so it was around spring break for us here and we were put online and stayed online that the rest of from march till june and none of us knew how to teach online like they don't teach you that you know what i mean so then we had to figure out how to move everything online literally within like seven days and then in September, we went back in September of 2021. That lasted till Christmas. Then we were off for two months. So we went back after Valentine's Day. Uh, spring break was pushed from March to April because they were too scared that having a week off was going to like impact it. So then we went to March break in April or spring break in April. And then we didn't come back at all again from April till June. <laughs> So we were in person, in person, online, in person, online. And then this past September, we still had some online classes. So like my class in the beginning of the year was online. So I taught online from September to January and now I'm in person again. Oh my God. And there's like, I have pictures where like we used to have to wear, so we had to wear the mask obviously. And then we had to wear the face shield. And then from the face shield, it turned into like mad scientist goggles. So all you see is like, I teach, like I have a picture of me with a mask and a face shield goggles, like walking around the school. And that's how you had to walk around. And if you didn't wear, like if you didn't even, if you didn't wear the goggles, like your colleagues would be like getting you into trouble. Like that's how crazy it was. Kids weren't allowed to touch each other. We weren't allowed to mix classes. Kids weren't allowed to work in groups. Like, it was crazy. And you got to think, you know, the pandemic has changed dating. But, like, for all kids, you know, that has got to be crazy for them. Like, if you think about it, like, high school kids never got to experience anything that we would have experienced in high school. No prom, no sports, no, like, dances, no nothing. Which And that's super sad. With, like, some of my younger clients where, like, they graduated college yeah. and they're, you know, in their early 20s now working with me. And, like, they didn't have, like, a college party to go to. Yeah. Or, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Hard. And, yeah. like, I there's some kids now, if you think about it, like, the kids I teach right now, they're in grade 7. They would not have a normal – they, they would not have had a normal year since they were in grade seven, six, five, since grade 4. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that is, I'm curious to see how that will impact them as they become right? adults. <laughs> well, it's going to, there's going to be some interesting people, let's just say, <laughs> in years to come. Right. <laughs> well, we need to help them in their dating lives, I think. I, I agree. You should, you should expand, like, internationally, because I feel like you would be a good fit for Canadian friends up here. <laughs> I mean, I have been to Canada a handful of times. I've always enjoyed it. There you so, go. So, you know, maybe... Just have the yeah. talk with your husband be like hey maybe we should move to canada <laughs> he'll be like what the fuck <laughs> oh, we like skiing you guys have some mountains yeah fine. yeah that's out west you gotta go out west for that that's like three thousand kilometers away <laughs> okay never mind just kidding <laughs> oh man so what's something you've noticed has been like the biggest mistake people make um on dating apps like dating in general all of it Yeah, so dating apps specifically, the biggest mistake I see is people attract the wrong person in because their profile isn't set up correctly. Oh, interesting. So, you know, let's just take if you're looking for a serious relationship, you know, you'd want to set up your profile in a different way than if you were just like, I just want to meet people. I just want something casual. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be, you know, your photos. You probably wouldn't want, you know, things where you are like shirtless or half naked or, you know, showing off. 
your body, <laughs> which is good, but that usually gives people the like, aha, uh-huh, okay, yeah. you're not looking for something so serious. Yeah. Um, or putting in your profile, like, my top values are X, Y, Z, or I am looking for a serious relationship. Um, I think a lot of people are afraid to put that on there. Like, oh my God, people are, you know, not going to swipe right because mm-hmm. they're going to think I'm too intense or this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. But it will be doing you a lot of favors because anyone who looks at that and says, that's too much, probably isn't looking for a serious relationship. Yeah, anyway. you weed them out quick. <laughs> exactly. And I'll say too, you know, do a photo shoot for your online profile. <laughs> I know it seems crazy. I do it for all of my people. Um, you know, even if it's just you and a friend going to the park and you did your hair and makeup that day. Yeah. Um, or get a photographer That's... because I think your photos go a long way. Mm. So definitely putting thought into that. Is That's fun. What about like dating in general? Especially like the, your, and, with your clients and stuff. What have you noticed? Yeah, so dating in general, um, I think the biggest mistake I see is people assume they know what they're doing, <laughs> <laughs> which I know is like very broad. But you know, people come to me obviously because they're at a point where they're like, okay, I know I need some help, but they still are kind of assuming like they know exactly how to be on a date and mm-hmm. the best things to talk about and you know all of that. But, you know, it's just kind of like anything. It's a skill that you need to work on and learn and get better at. You're not just born knowing how to date and how to form relationships. You know, a lot of us come from divorced parents, yep. too. So then you're also set up, me too, exactly. <laughs> So then you're also like, well, what even is a healthy relationship? Or 100%. how do I even achieve that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes what I do with people is I'm like, okay, rewind. Before you even go on any dates, Let's like talk about what does your ideal relationship look like? How do you achieve that? You know, do you know how to communicate? Do you know how to set boundaries? Yeah. So, you know, even the people who have been on hundreds of dates, there's still things that everyone can learn. Oh, hundred percent. It's like that one, like the the client you were mentioning about him talking about his divorce. Like he just learned that. So. Right. I'm like you're in your late forties and you just learned it. So. <laughs> okay. Well, and now I want your personal opinion. What's been the best dating advice you've ever gotten? You know what? I have to say, I actually was recording a podcast earlier today for my podcast, and I think this woman gave me some of the best advice. Oh, okay, um, let's go. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Mark, this is a sound bite, so I will share it. Um, her name is Michelle Hofferman, and she has a book. She's a dating coach. I want to give her a little credit. And she was talking about how when you're dating, it's so good to think about how you have a ticket, and it's for a seat next to your person. And your person also has a ticket and they're looking for that seat next to you. You're in like the sea of people at a concert or a show or whatever. And you have to search through a lot of people that aren't a good fit to eventually find your seat and sit next to that person. And they're doing the same thing at the same time. I thought that was so cool because I was like, that could give anybody hope. Yeah. You know, you're looking for the same person. They're doing the same thing. And it's just a matter of timing and working your way through that room. And that's, finding each other. And that's like, that, that really makes you think, too. It does, yeah. I like, was like, I can't think of anything better, honestly, that I've heard recently. So <laughs> That's amazing. All right, there's one more thing that I always like to ask all of um, my guests. And it's just, mm-hmm. I like to collect all these little tidbits of advice to kind of at least hopefully help somebody else um, who could be yeah. within their 20s or early 30s or even like just anybody. If you go back and tell a 20-year-old that'd be anything, what would you tell her and why? Oh, ooh, that's a good one. 
I would probably tell her to stop putting so much pressure on yourself mm. to know everything because you're never going to know everything. <laughs> Facts. And everything is never going to be perfect, but it'll get close and you're going to have fun doing it. True. That's, fun. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Where can my listeners find you? Ooh, so they can find me in all kinds of places. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Modern Yenta, and you can also follow the business at the Social MM, as in Modern Matchmaking. Um, you can go to our website, modernmatchmaking.club, not .com. We're a club, apparently. And um, you can also listen to my podcast, Ghosted, which is all about dating, the trials and tribulations. We tell funny ghost stories of when people got ghosted and have great dating advice as well. And you can find that anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. That's amazing. Probably the same place where you're listening to this one. <laughs> That's amazing. There's a That reminds me, there's a radio station in Toronto. And they do a segment every Tuesday and Thursday. And it's where people call in. I don't know if you guys have it down there. People call into the radio because they got ghosted and then the radio calls that person back and like finds out why they ghosted and the but the person who called to find out why is still on the line silently so like the let's say for example you and me okay like let's say let's say you ghosted me okay so i call the radio and be like abby just ghosted me blah blah blah. i don't know why we had an amazing date so they're like okay you stay on the line so i'd stay on the line quietly they would call you and be like abby so i heard you went on a date with shelby like why did you ghost her and then like they're just put on the spot at seven in the morning on the biggest radio station in toronto being like well and sometimes it goes really well and then sometimes it's really 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 awful and then they were like well would you like to go on a second date together like we'll pay for it and then sometimes like people literally just hang up it's the funniest thing i've seen in my life you have to oh check it out God, there's, I love that. there's like so clips i tried to do that with my podcast in the beginning yeah but unfortunately and fortunately um i have a lawyer for a mother and she said no 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 there are too many problems with this so i'd love to know how the radio station gets around that but i got some nasty voicemails did you really oh yeah <laughs> that's hilarious oh man that's great i feel like i need to listen to your podcast now because i feel like that's how i would giggle because i giggle at the radio station and i need, feel like i need more of that in my life so that's amazing for, giggle, for some good tips <laughs> yeah i love that but thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to chat with me i really appreciate it it's been such a pleasure i'm glad it worked out this time oh, um, thank you for having me this was just so much fun it was, i love this it i was, can't wait to hear the episode when it comes out i agree i agree um we are going to keep in touch i already have you on social medias so we're definitely going to keep in touch because i want to hear how all of these stories unfold so Yes. When do you think the episode will come out, by the way? Hold on. I'm just going to stop recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're So the funny thing about this conversation is that it reminds me of that. I'm pretty sure there's like a matchmaking movie. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but my dog is playing with her bone but um this is exactly what this reminds me of my conversation with abby is like just matchmaking and like how do you even like wouldn't you be scared to go on a date with somebody who would like matchmake for you i don't know did you guys did you you guys ever have in high school in high school we did this thing one year you paid a dollar and like you filled out like a quiz and then other people filled out a quiz too and you wanted to be matched with your pair like your your the person who had like the same results as you so you tried your hardest to like write your results like you think your crush would write his results so that you guys could get paired together that's a terrible idea looking back on it now so many bad things can go wrong but I remember doing that 
and there was this cute guy I liked, and he was like a hockey player because hockey was big at my high school, and um, I just wanted like I wanted my name to show up on his results list of like the quote unquote perfect matches. But that was a ter- that's a terrible idea to do with high school students, <laughs> because then like especially too like if you get paired with like I don't know, like. I don't even know <laughs> somebody who's like not your like you can meet people that way you could talk to people who like you wouldn't talk to normally in your high school like click so to speak but like let's say you got matched with like somebody who's quote-unquote dangerous or sketchy like that would that could be problematic for high school students because they don't really have the tools to kind of navigate that if they got into trouble um but yeah as a teacher looking back on that now that was a terrible idea terrible 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 idea but it made a lot of money for the student council so i guess there's that um but abby's abby's uh career and what she does is so cool like i've never heard of a matchmaker matchmaker before so that's why i wanted to chat with her um if you guys want to check out more of her stuff um make sure you follow her um check out her website it's very interesting very very interesting for sure um But I'm going to go let my dogs out. So have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Take care.